0: Hi friends, it's Aislinn.
1: And Joe, welcome to season three at our dinner table.
0: And nothing is off limits at our dinner table. So settle in, Mm. grab your favorite beverage.
1: And pull up a chair.
0: Because we have a lot to talk about.
1: Okay Aislinn, because of when we record our show and then when we release our show, we're not going to be around... To even record. To even record. So we have to record a second episode... Aislinn, the goal here today is to be as quick and succinct as possible, but Uh we don't want to leave our friends hanging.
0: Well, I have recorded two TEDx talks, and I managed to keep them under seven minutes long, so it is possible to keep me
1: short. Welcome to the dinner table. My name is Aislinn Campbell, and I'm here to... We don't do that anymore, Aislinn. No wasted words. Welcome to the dinner table. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you're here. So last week you said the way that we travel you enjoy the way that we travel i thought mm-hmm. we could maybe talk about that a little bit because right now we're just getting home from having done so
0: no we're not we're having not getting home from done so listen when
1: the episode releases a slow well, we i have just i don't home. want anybody
0: to be fooled by that we have not gone on our trip yet so next week next week we will talk about our trip
1: from start to finish To Hot Springs, Arkansas. But that is the truth. When people listen to this, we will have just gotten back from our trip.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. How do we travel? What is this way that you enjoy so much? And before you even answer, let me say thank you. I accept this compliment because have you ever traveled with someone that you had a horrible experience with?
0: Yes, of course. I'm
1: never traveling with them again.
0: It wouldn't have worked with you and I if we couldn't travel together.
1: I completely agree. I still
0: think we have some things we need to fix about our traveling. However, I have faith that we can. And that we already have. Exactly. Very well said. I like all different types of experiences. Mm -hmm. I like to go with the flow. But I also have very particular eating styles and certain things that I just have to see when
1: I go to places. Right. Everyone has that. Sure. So, First time I go to New York, I want to see the Statue of Liberty, whatever.
0: Correct. And I also, we're very particular about... I like to drive. Road tripping is a huge part of my real real desire when I travel. I wanna have some road tripping in there. And we have to stay in short term rental or specific types of hotels and things like that because we like quirk and we wanna see what this place is really up to. Sure. So we put all that stuff out on the map.
1: So I make a Google map. Correct. And on it, I'm going to put our places that we stay, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put the main kind of attractions that we probably have already discussed going to see.
0: Mm -hmm. And if you imagine that we like to road trip, then we have to think about, well, how long will it take us to get to that place, and can that be a part of the road trip, or do we take a flight to the place and then rent a car and then drive? So we've been to California, we've been in Phoenix, Arizona, all the way up to Sedona, We've been up in Maine, Boston area up there. We've driven
1: all over Texas together.
0: We've driven all over Texas together. Mm
1: -hmm. And then you've seen those like memes about if you wonder why people don't leave Texas once they're in Texas, it takes just as long to get to the other end of Texas than it does to get to the top of the country. Well, it's
0: kind of the same thing in California. When we went to California, we flew into San Diego. Mm -hmm. We drove to San...
1: Drew? I'm not not (laughs) editing this. Drove.
0: <laughs> well, it's not that much different than California. When we went to California, we flew into San Diego and then we drove all the way up to San Francisco and we did it in 10 days. So and we you took said, our time. No
1: matter what we do in San Diego, I want to go to the San Diego Zoo. So we yes, put that on the map exactly. at the very beginning.
0: And then when we went to Sedona, we're driving from Phoenix, Arizona to Sedona. We had to go to that. Do you remember that weird, like Acropolis uh, thing uh, we stopped oh, at?
1: What was that called? It was so freaking cool. Perfect unanswered question.
0: These are the types of things we like to do. We like to just have these like weirdo adventures that are, you know, kind of in our interest and in lifestyle.
1: We also like to put the shout out of, Hey, we're going to the hot Springs area. Does anybody have any suggestions? And then taking those suggestions because yes. we ask for them and trust our friends.
0: Yes. And yes. they know us. Yes. Now there's got to be some outdoor activities on there. Mm-hmm. There's usually got to be some sort of like art or cinema or something like that on there. We're definitely going to have to hit up a couple of farm-to-table something, some kind of farm-to-table something. Uh, Well, that's the
1: way that you like to eat. You're not going to eat meat in restaurants unless it's that kind of experience and the gluten-free. So I already have on our map in the Hot Springs area and then north of that where we're headed for the last few days of it.
0: Where we went right uh, now I'm in confused. the illusion now uh-huh. i'm
1: confused Yes, the place that we just got <laughs> back from that we'll tell you about next week yes <laughs> all kinds of restaurants that fit that criteria
0: and of course if there's a farmer's market going to be happening while we're there sure. there's some kind of a community garden or something sure. like that well then i can officially turn it into a work trip so there's <laughs> that too I mean, write the whole thing off oh yeah right that's how it works so now we're just lamenting about how much fun it is to travel because of the way we like to travel. I mean, we like to go hiking. We like to take the dog. The dog's a new part of the adventure Mm -hmm. because now we've got to be prepared and make sure we have all his safety gear available for whatever types of outdoor adventuring and or a museum walking through or whatever it is we're doing. And he's got a nice safe place to sleep if we decide to go out somewhere where our dogs aren't
1: welcome. So in real life, it's all booked and ready for us to go. Mm -hmm. In fake podcast life, we just got back. Mm -hmm. No unanswered questions this week. No, this time last year, this week, Mm -hmm. earlier this week, you said, do you know what I want for dinner? Cornbread and black-eyed peas. Mm -hmm. Now, we've talked about black-eyed peas on the show before. Yes. But I got to tell you, I was really pleased with myself with this pot of black-eyed peas.
0: Yeah, and you made gluten-free cornbread from scratch. From scratch. Yeah. And it was, it was turned out so good. And I was actually really happy to have the leftovers from that because then the next day was my garden healing class again. Uh So I served up the snap was black eyed peas and cornbread Mm -hmm. and it was a delight to everyone. So that was fun to share.
1: Last week I said that the instant pot is the perfect way to make beans. It was black beans last week. Mm -hmm. Black eyed peas, same thing. Mm -hmm. It's basically the same recipe. I, in the saute function, of the Instant Pot. I put my bacon or pork fat in there that I'm going to use. It was bacon this time. And I cook it as slow as I can to try to render or release as much of the fat as a kind of liquid as possible. Mm-hmm. Then I throw my onions in. And because we're doing it, I also threw in some jalapeno. I threw in some peppers that you had. Some sweet peppers, not hot peppers. But that jalapeno was nice and you know gave it a little kick. Then you put in... For your black-eyed peas, I use chicken broth Mm -hmm. our chicken broth that we've made in the instant pot last time we had a chicken with bones in it then throw your black-eyed peas in now of course when i say throw your black-eyed peas in i could have gone to the grocery store and bought a bag of dried black-eyed peas but that's not what i did
0: no i had harvested my own and actually there weren't even black-eyed peas they're purple whole peas
1: actually actually (laughs) But tell me more. I mean, like, what happens to get the black-eyed peas so convenient for me to pull out in the freezer? What's happened prior to that?
0: Well, it's usually summer already. I'm sick and tired of harvesting purple hull peas. My mom's already put away as many as she's going to put away. I'm now in the house, in the air conditioning, watching TV, and I'm shelling peas and snapping peas snapping is like the smallest youngest peas yeah, broken you half kind of like a green open. bean yeah, basically so small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i love that part of it yeah and then i'm packing them up in freezer bags labeling them with the date sometimes i'll fill the bag up with water but usually i leave it right i'm not filling them up with i didn't fill them up no, with the water no these were this not time. filled
1: up with yeah. water
0: Basically freeze them and use them within the next year as quickly as you can. Basically, it's not even been six months if we're already using them from this summer.
1: So when you say make me some black eyed peas, we've got everything in the house that we need to make them. Yep. I pulled them out of the freezer, stuck them in the Instapot, like a frozen block of peas, and they quickly come apart, give it a good stir, put the lid on 25 minutes, let it naturally release, and we're about to eat. Now, while my black-eyed peas are going, I'm going to make that gluten-free homemade cornbread. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put this recipe up. Good. Because it works.
0: Yes, it
1: does. A half a cup of butter melted. All-purpose flour, but I'm going to skip that and use a gluten-free one-to-one baking flour. Mm -hmm. A cup of cornmeal, sugar, baking powder, baking soda, salt, one and a half cups of buttermilk, and two eggs. Mix all your dry, make a well, put your eggs and your buttermilk in, get it all mixed, put your melted butter on top. I've got my cast iron in the oven, getting hot while the oven is heating. Pull it out, pour the batter into that hot, greased... Cast iron. If it's sizzling, you're doing it right. Put it into the oven for 20-25 minutes, and it came out delicious.
0: It was very good, and like I said, the ladies at the garden healing that had a little taste of it, they were really like to the point of they were going back and going, "Could I have one more piece of cornbread?" And I was (laughs) like, "Yes, of course you can." So that worked out really well. And so during this time, we were preparing for the freeze that was coming, and we were supposed to get a bunch of really, really cold rain, and I wasn't going to be able to be outside. I'm getting myself ready, cleaning up the house, getting ready for the long lunch club that's coming up, getting ready for us going out of town, all of these things that are occurring as Joe's heading out the door on his way to work, something I have discovered over the last month or so, which it seems like everyone would have already discovered this by now, but for some reason, Aislinn's little blockhead hadn't discovered that maybe he'd like me to cook dinner every once in a while. And so I offered as he was walking out the door to make chili. And I said, I'm going to make chili. If you'll make some cornbread, I'm going to be home all day. I'll just make a really good pot. I'll just cook it up all day and I'll make my chili that I like to make. And I haven't cooked in a long time, but I have said to you guys that I do one pot cooking. Like, and I'm good at it.
1: When you said, do you want me to make some chili tonight? Mm -hmm. I was crying and I said, shut up, shut up. (laughs) You had me at, do you want me to make it? Shut up, you're such an ass. (laughs) Now, two things happen while you're making this chili that I would like to talk about, besides how you made this delicious, delicious chili. Number one, I get a text out of nowhere, I hate cooking.
0: (laughs) That's because I was cutting onions, and they were stinging me in the eye. And listen, there was a whole day of resentment that I was working through, and it wasn't like what you would think of resentment. It wasn't like, Oh, yeah, she has to cook, so she's resentful. It's that I hope there not. was some. Was, you volunteered. No, I did volunteer. I did. And so when I say there was a whole day of resentment that I'm getting through, this had zero to do with you. This had to do with lifetimes and ancestral trauma of women being in the kitchen. I don't even know what it was, but I was working through some shit, and you all can thank me because I promise it's gonna be a little easier on you next time. When you go in to do something, because you'll be like, dude, if Aislin can let go of her egotistical bullshit, anybody can do anything. And so I'm texting, I hate cooking as I'm cutting onions and it's stinging my eyeballs and it's making me cry. And I'm trying not to be distracted by the whole experience.
1: That's sharpening your knife before you get started and practicing so that you're cutting quickly.
0: Our knives are all dull as shit and they all have little like niches in them. So we need to get our friend Ian. Whetstone can sharpen our knives. Ian
1: is one of the listeners that listens at five o'clock on Monday morning when the episodes drop. Do you know how I know that? Because he texts me at 6 a.m. and He grew up in Arkansas. Uh, Yeah. When we said a few weeks ago, we're going to plan a trip to Hot Springs, Arkansas. He quickly texted me to... Tell
0: me everything. Yeah. yeah what are y'all
1: doing? Here's some tips.
0: Yeah. He's also one of our sponsors. Yeah, Forever.
1: totally. Yeah. I mean, he goes into dinnertabletalks.com and clicks the little button to give us a m- monthly little, you know, tip jar. Thank you,
0: Ian. Thank you, Ian. We really it's, appreciate it. If we could get a
1: couple more of those, I want to do all new microphones and microphone stands because we, this should not happen when I move a microphone around. <laughs> That's no good. No bueno. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've been doing this for a few years, and listen, if you're interested in supporting us, that's a huge help, but also tell your friends about these crazy kooky people you listen to. Number
1: one way you can support us is get a friend to begin listening.
0: Exactly, and just encourage more people, and I know that podcast listening is kind of a weird little niche that some people do and some people don't. I mean... I do a podcast and I hardly even listen to any podcasts. I
1: was listening to something that said that podcast listening has officially overtaken terrestrial radio and the number of ears that are using podcasting rather than old-fashioned radio. So it's shifting. Yeah, it's totally shifting.
0: Where I actually get podcasts, which I do listen to a lot of podcasts, I Mm -hmm. just don't listen to them in a podcast platform. I listen to them on YouTube, so there's a video element to them. And I would like for us to get there. Someday.
1: We will get there very, very soon when you and I sit together and have a 30-minute meeting about
0: it. Oh, uh, my least favorite thing to do. So
1: I said there were two things that you texted. Tell us how you made the chili, and I'll break in when I need to.
0: So I used venison, which I did ask you to go across to the freezer at my parents' Barn Dominium and grab some venison out of the deep freeze, bring that over. So we set. Th- I set that out in the morning. I did pull up a recipe just so that I could kind of remember the order of things. Right. My onions chopped up and gotten real like crispy and caramelized. Mm-hmm. I also went ahead and threw in a daikon radish at that point okay. and cooked it at the very beginning with the mm-hmm. onions in the flavoring with the onions I'll come back and let to it that. get a little like fried and hot and crispy i had done the thing that i had been watching you do which i thought was really helpful and that is i prepped everything so i had my venison bowl that actually had all of my seasonings already in it and my tomatoes were in that one and also my garlic was in that one so that was what went in next after the onions were caramelized So then I'm cooking my meat, and it's getting all my seasonings beginning to infuse the initial phases of the seasonings. And I'm using cardamom. I'm using coriander. I'm using ancho chili powder. I'm using Camino. I'm using
1: paprika. And you're texting me, where's the Camino? Look on the left-hand side. It's Uh in the industrial size. Uh Thank you. Got it. That Trader Joe's onion
0: salt stuff stuff, we like to use. If you have a Trader Joe's
1: in your city, we do not. If you do, go buy their onion salt.
0: My friend Cassie so told me all about that. Oh,
1: Cassie's a genius.
0: Well, we do Trader Joe's, like for real.
1: When we're in a city with a Trader Joe's, usually yeah. it's you and your mom yeah. doing some kind of adventure. Y'all will go to a Trader Joe's on yeah. purpose.
0: Yeah, I like their stuff. They have some good stuff. And now at this point, I start to add in peppers that I've cut up. I had some fresh celery from the farmer's market. Mm. Yeah, and then, uh, I, and then I had my fresh herbs. So fresh herbs like cilantro and a little bit of thyme, all of that went into it. What was
1: the main juice, you know, like liquid that you added to all of it?
0: Well, I used, of course I used fresh tomatoes, a lot of fresh tomatoes. So that was the beginning of it. But then I also used a can of tomato sauce, a can of Rotel, And two cans of diced tomatoes. Oh, I cooked the shit out of this stuff. I mean, I cooked it down all day. So it just absorbed, 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 absorbed. I believe that I put some carrots in there. I usually do. I think I did. I can't remember now. No, I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, and a squash. I put a squash in there as well. And, and then I, it got I, I will the,
1: tell you that all of that was, quote unquote, hidden by the time I got there. And absolutely. We sat down to eat it.
0: Except the radishes. You could still see the radishes because yeah, there I were know, white but, discs in there. But
1: the mouthfeel was right on it. It of felt course. like you were biting into absolutely. maybe another piece of meat.
0: Absolutely. They're the, hidden
1: vegetables, I guess is what I'm saying.
0: I used to make a really good um, vegetarian chili. Oh, yeah? With black beans. And sometimes you'd put sweet potatoes in there. You just like whatever you have, but lots of tomatoes. Kind of the same thing, but always corn. Mm-hmm and that kind of thing. The tomatoes so,
1: and the, the spice profile, it's got chili is going to come out. Exactly. I'm with you.
0: Exactly. So the next phase would have been if I had some corn that I'd chucked off the cob, I would, or even a bag of frozen corn, I would have thrown that. I had some leaves of spinach yeah, and a can of black beans, or if we had some black beans cooked in the instant pot, that's when I would have thrown all that stuff in. So I'm talking to you over text. We're talking about this and that and this and that. And I'm like, okay. And I send you a video of this cooking pot of chili. And I'm Looks like,
1: delicious.
0: it's going to be cooking for a few more hours. And the last thing I'll do right at the end is throw in the spinach and throw in the black beans. And then it'll be ready to go. When you get home, you make the cornbread. We're going to have some delicious chili. I got some cheese. We got some avocados. I, <clears throat>
1: I texted back simply, yeah, don't put the beans in.
0: That was a whole thing. Because I was like, what do you mean don't put the beans in?
1: It don't don't put in beans. Beans don't belong in chili. No, I'm putting in beans. And this is how I make chili. This uh, is how I make chili. Okay, but let's not call it chili. Beans don't go in chili.
0: But how do you call it chili? How do you call vegetarian chili that's made with beans well, as a How do the you primary? call it vegetarian
1: if it's made with venison? But I, I understand you what your question is. In a vegetarian chili, it's gonna be a different It's animal. still chili. So then I go to the internet to find a couple of articles that say yeah beans don't belong in chili i send you that and before i know it we're kind of in a little bit of a tiff to which i like said okay whoa, whoa, whoa not worth that you make the chili the way that you would like to make it of course
0: well yeah it was kind of blown away at first i thought he was putting on a bit for the podcast i guess is what any was but i'm like is he serious I don't understand. It was
1: serious. You don't put beans in chili.
0: But who made that? That doesn't make any sense. Like, who puts (sighs)
1: radishes in chili? Well, no, that's, of course, where my argument falls apart. If I'm putting in radishes and corn and...
0: And I kept saying, it's my chili. I'm making my chili. But then as I thought about that, I was like, well, if he doesn't really want beans in chili, and I don't want beans in chili. But why? Beans don't belong in chili. Does radishes? Of course not. Okay, well, do you want radishes in your chili? Can I make my chili if it cl- if it includes beans? I've already
1: revealed that the- I came to you lovingly and said exactly that. Make it the way you did. Now, why did you leave out the beans if you were going to make it the way that you wanted to?
0: Because you asked me not to, and because I thought to myself, well, there's a lot of things that he doesn't do or cook because I ask him not to, but mostly it's because I don't want to have diarrhea, not because I've just chosen <laughs> to like, oh, I don't like beans in my chili, which is weird because you've gone on this whole tirade about how you do like beans now, you know? And I don't I'm like beans like, in
1: my chili, and beans don't belong in but, chili.
0: Okay, so this goes back to the same beans thing don't from, belong la- in chili. from last week. Remember the question last week where we talked about the smell and the coating that you've been giving that mm-hmm. it's a bad smell mm-hmm. you've been giving coding that says that beans don't belong in chili that's just a nonsense argument between stupid people that like to argue about stupid shit okay listen seriously now if you we'll don't like it. beans then fine we'll
1: settle it on social media i'm gonna ask no, this I question don't,
0: listen i don't care what other people eat. Beans uh, here's, don't belong in here's chili. what i'm pretty sure most of our listeners understand at this point i don't give a shit what other people eat I don't care. Your tastes and my tastes don't have to be the same. That's right.
1: Okay. And the way we've always done it doesn't have to be the way we've always done it. Agreed. Beans don't belong in chili.
0: But who gets to make that rule? There's a lot of things people would say about the way that we eat that doesn't belong that way. This is the thing that I think is fascinating about this particular conversation. And it, and I knew it would come to the podcast and, I, and I'm and i like, this is a good conversation for the podcast. You are playing a part today in this podcast as the guy that doesn't want beans in his chili. I want the listeners to think about the way Joe is every week about food. Joe does whatever the hell Joe wants to do with food because that's what we have in our refrigerator.
1: Beans don't belong in chili. Whatever.
0: Well, hey, while we're in this intellectual vibe, why don't you kick over a question that we can deep dive into.
1: Two weeks ago, I was going to ask you a random question of the week, but in the middle of the episode, I decided to ask you the one about the apps on your phone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to ask the original question now. Okay. You walk into an ice cream store mm-hmm. and it's got mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. What is the perfect ice cream order in this ice cream store? You can mix in toppings, you can put it on a cone, you can do whatever. Beans don't go on ice cream. That's the old way of thinking, Aislinn. Anyone can put anything in anything they want to. That is the truth. Beans and, don't and, belong in ice cream.
0: And I could also tell you that there are people out there that eat beans on their ice cream.
1: We had basil in our ice cream once.
0: Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Gotta have meat to call it a taco. Who said that? <laughs> like you can't call it chili if it has beans in it. No, you can't. Now you're just starting an argument.
1: No, I'm not starting an argument. I'm just telling you what the rules are. There are no rules. Okay. Let's move on into the ice cream store, please.
0: Ice cream. What do I like about ice cream? I like coconut ice cream. Okay. What's my favorite? I don't I hate these favorite questions.
1: If you walked into Marble Slab by our old house, you would have an order that you would like. That's yes. the only question I'm asking. What's the Perfect for you, most of the time, ice cream concoction.
0: It's usually a sweet cream. Okay. Really, the one I like is the birthday cake one.
1: Birthday cake flavor.
0: Yeah. So it's like that cakey, like buttery ice cream flavor. That's a good one. And then I put fudge, hot fudge on top. Oh. And then I like some kind of fresh frozen berry. So strawberries or blueberries. I also always like some coconut in there somewhere. So if there's coconut sprinkling on top, or if they happen to have coconut ice cream, then there's going to be some coconut involved as well. So coconut, chocolate, strawberry, fancy vanilla-ish ice cream.
1: My favorite throughout my entire life flavor of ice cream is chocolate mint.
0: Mint chocolate chip was always my favorite too.
1: But I don't order it very often.
0: Mm-mm, me neither.
1: I like a coffee ice cream and a dark chocolate ice cream mixed together. Right, and they mix it there on the marble slab. Coffee and chocolate? Yeah. Oh, that's way too much for me. With, ideally, Cocoa Krispies, God. but I'll take Rice Krispies as the mix-in, because I like the like texture of that. Very nice. And I always get my ice cream in a bowl. I don't get a cone, because I don't want to eat too many calories.
0: <laughs> I like a cone, but I can't eat cones anymore, because cool. they have weed in them.
1: Gluten-free cone, Challah? I don't know, probably somewhere. Next week on the show, our trip to Hot Springs. See you then.
0: Beans don't go on ice cream.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dinner Table Talks. We will be back next Monday with a fresh episode. In the meantime...
0: Hit us up on social media, send us an email, DM us, whatever. We want to hear from you.
1: And we hope that you're enjoying the episodes as much as we enjoy creating them for you.